0: California health care workers could see a pay raise under a new deal. The latest COVID vaccines will be available this week, but for the first time without the federal government guaranteeing they'll be free. And prescription opioid shipments dropped as fatal overdoses increased. It's Thursday, September 14th. I'm Jay Carlyle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Healthcare workers in California could see a pay raise following an agreement between state labor unions and industry groups. The agreement, announced by SEIU California on Tuesday, would raise the minimum wage for healthcare workers in the state to $25 per hour over the next few years. Currently, the state minimum wage is $15.50 per hour, with a 50-cent increase scheduled for January 1st. Healthcare workers at large facilities and dialysis clinics would see their minimum wage rise to $23 per hour in 2024, $24 in 2025, and $25 in 2026. The pay increase would be more gradual at hospitals in rural areas, as well as those with a high governmental payer mix. Employees at those organizations would see their minimum wage increase to $18 per hour in 2024 and increase 3.5 percent per per year until it reached $25 per hour in 2033. As part of the agreement, state law would prevent unions and local officials from increasing health care workers' pay through local ballot measures for 10 years. However, local minimum wage increases would still be allowed under the deal, but would have to apply to all sectors. Last year, voters in L.A. County cast ballots on initiatives that would raise the minimum wage for health care workers to $25 per hour. That initiative passed in the city of Inglewood, but did not pass in Duarte. Proponents of the increased minimum wage have argued that it would allow state health care facilities to better recruit and retain staff. A recent study from the University of California Berkeley Labor Center found that a $25 health care worker minimum wage would lift wages for around 455,000 health care workers in the state and would greatly benefit marginalized workers, including people of color and women. The proposed increase is part of Senate Bill 525, which now heads to the state assembly for a vote. If the law passes, it'll head to Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom's desk. As reported on the podcast Wednesday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended this week that all Americans over the age of six months receive a dose of the latest COVID vaccines. These updated mRNA shots, manufactured by Moderna and Pfizer, target the Omicron variant XBB.1.5 and were approved by the Food and Drug Administration on Monday. Though they are expected to be available within days, questions remain over who will have ready access to the shots this time around. This is the first time that these shots will be on the market without the federal government paying for them, as it did during the public health emergency. Instead, private health insurers will now cover the cost for their beneficiaries. During a CDC advisory meeting on Tuesday, the drug makers told officials that the list price for these new shots would be between $120 and $120. $9 per dose a steep increase from the roughly $29 that the federal government was paying during the pandemic to provide the vaccine to everyone regardless of their insurance status The Biden administration has proposed to Congress twice in its annual budget request to create a new Vaccines for Adults program to provide uninsured adults no-cost access to all recommended vaccines, including COVID-19 shots. So far, congressional lawmakers have not acted on this. In the short term, the Department of Health and Human Services allocated more than $1 billion in April to create a public-private partnership that would maintain uninsured individuals' access to COVID care through local pharmacies, existing public health infrastructure, and at local health centers. However, that bridge program only lasts through December 2024. The nation's uninsured rate dipped to record lows during the public health emergency, due in part to Medicaid continuous enrollment requirements. The rate has been increasing following the redeterminations that began this spring. Fatal opioid overdoses in the United States increased even as shipments of opioid prescriptions sharply decreased, according to new data released on Tuesday. The data was obtained by lawyers representing governments suing drug makers over their alleged role in the opioid crisis. The data comes from the Drug Enforcement Administration's Automation of Reports and Consolidated Order System, or ARCOS, as part of the lawsuits. It showed that in 2019, around $8.8 billion dosage units, including pills and patches, were shipped for 12 common opioids. That's nearly 50% fewer doses than at the peak of shipments in 2010 when nearly 16 billion doses were shipped. The data is the first in-depth look at what happened with prescription drug shipments across the 2010s. An attorney for those governments filing suit noted that while prescription drug shipments dropped, illegal opioids, like illegally produced versions of fentanyl and heroin, increased. This continued to exacerbate the number of deadly overdoses. Drug makers and pharmacies have faced numerous lawsuits over their role in the opioid epidemic, with some large settlements between these organizations and local, state, and tribal governments. Most recently, national grocery store chain Kroger which has pharmacies, agreed to pay up to $1.4 billion over the next 11 years to settle litigation against it. According to preliminary data released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention in May, more than 100,000 people died as a result of a drug overdose in 2022. Nearly 80,000 of those deaths were attributed to opioids. The Gist Healthcare podcast is an independent production of Gist Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.